0: CHAPTER Thirteen OF THE SCIENCE OF BEING GREAT BY WALLACE D. WATTLES This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. THOUGHT Greatness is only attained by the constant thinking of great thoughts. No man can become great in outward personality until he is great internally, and no man can be great internally until he thinks. No amount of education, reading, or study can make you great without thought but thought can make you great with every little study. There are altogether too many people who are trying to make something of themselves by reading books without thinking. All such will fail. You are not mentally developed by what you read, but by what you think about what you read. Thinking is the hardest and most exhausting of all labor, and hence many people shrink from it. God has so formed us that we are continuously impelled to thought, We must either think or engage in some activity to escape thought. The headlong continuous chase for pleasure in which most people spend all their leisure time is only an effort to escape thought. If they are alone, or if they have nothing amusing to take their attention, as a novel to read or a show to see, they must think. And to escape from thinking, they resort to novels, shows, and all the endless devices of the purveyors of amusement people spend the greater part of their leisure time running away from thought, hence they are what they are. We never move forward until we begin to think. Read less and think more. Read about great things and think about great questions and issues. We have at the present time few really great figures in the political life of our country. Our politicians are a petty lot. There is no Lincoln, no Webster, no Clay, no Calhoun, no Jackson. Why? Because our present statesmen deal only with sordid and petty issues, questions of dollars and cents, of expediency and party success, of material prosperity without regard to ethical right. Thinking along these lines does not call forth great souls. The statesmen of Lincoln's time and previous times dealt with questions of eternal truth, of human rights and justice. Man thought upon great themes, They thought great thoughts, and they became great men. Thinking, not mere knowledge or information, makes personality. Thinking is growth. You cannot think without growing. Every thought engenders...
1: Chapter 3 of The Art of Money-Getting This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit... Libervox.org Recording by Jill Preston The Art of Money Getting by P.T. Barnum Chapter 3 Avoid Debt Young men starting in life should avoid running into debt. There is scarcely anything that drags a person down like debt. It is a slavish position to get in, Yet we find many a young man, hardly out of his teens, running in debt. He meets a chum and says, Look at this, I have got trusted for a new suit of clothes. He seems to look upon the clothes as so much given to him. Well, it frequently is so, but if he succeeds in paying and then gets trusted again, he is adopting a habit which will keep him in poverty through life. Debt robs a man of his self-respect and makes him almost despise himself, grunting and groaning and working for what he has eaten up or worn out, and now, when he is called upon to pay up, he has nothing to show for his money. This is properly termed, working for a dead horse. I do not speak of merchants buying and selling on credit, or of those who buy on credit in order to turn the purchase to a profit. The old Quaker said to his farmer's son, John, never get trusted, but if thee gets trusted for anything, let it be for manure, because that will help thee pay it back again. Mr. Beecher advised young men to get in debt, if they could to a small amount in the purchase of land in the country districts. If a young man, he says, will only get in debt for some land and then get married, these two things will keep him straight, or nothing will. This may be safe to a limited extent, but getting in debt for what you eat and drink and wear is to be avoided. Some families have a foolish habit of getting credit at the stores and thus frequently purchase many things which might have been dispensed with. It is all very well to say, I have got trusted for 60 days and if I don't have the money, the creditor will think nothing about it.
0: Chapter 16 of The Science of Being Great By Wallace D. Wattles. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Some further explanations. We go back here to the matter of the point of view, for, besides being vitally important, it is the one that is likely to give the student the most trouble. We have been trained, partly by mistaken religious teachers, to look upon the world as being like a wrecked ship, storm driven upon a rocky coast. Utter destruction is inevitable at the end and the most that can be done is to rescue, perhaps, a few of the crew. This view teaches us to consider the world as essentially bad and growing worse, and to believe that existing discord and inharmoniousness must continue and intensify until the end. It robs us of hope for society, government and humanity, and gives us a decreasing outlook and contracting mind. This is all wrong. The world is not wrecked. It is like a magnificent steamer with the engines in place and the machinery in perfect order. The bunkers are full of coal, and the ship is amply provisioned for the crews. There is no lack of any good thing. Every provision omniscience could devise has been made for the safety, comfort and happiness of the crew. The steamer is out on the high seas, tacking hither and thither, because no one has yet learned the right course to steer. We are learning to steer and in due time will come grandly into the harbour of perfect harmony. The world is good and growing better. Existing discords and inharmoniousness are but the pitching of the ship incidental to our own imperfect steering. They will all be removed in due time. This view gives us an increasing outlook and an expanding mind. It enables us to think largely of society and of ourselves and to do things in a great way. Furthermore. We see that nothing can be wrong with such a world, or with any part of it, including our own affairs. If it is all moving on toward completion, then it is not going wrong. And as our own personal affairs are a part of the whole, they are not going wrong. You and all that you are concerned with are moving on toward completeness. Nothing can check this forward movement but yourself. And you can only check it by assuming a mental attitude that is at cross purposes with the mind of God. You have nothing to keep right but yourself. If you keep yourself right, nothing can possibly go wrong with you, and you can have nothing to fear. Never-
2: yo, yo, that go on the rise, let me consult for a fee, every time you see the logo, it's on the billboard, notice me, now, look at you, how you say, I'm doing wrong, smoothly, making, moving songs, doing what I gotta do. Because I wouldn't work with you, you might have a little attitude. Could care less if you think I'm rude. Haters can't walk up in my shoes. You a salty dog, stop dropping clues. I've been a man. How you let someone else's story mess up your plan smoothly? Been a man. Who is him? On them. Grabbing automated business plans off the top. Being ready, drop a Split tack down. Need advice from me? Then it's time to pay the fee. If you need
3: advice from me, then it's time to pay the fee. It's time to pay the fee. Time to, time to. The fee. Time the fee? Uh. Time the fee? It's just time the fee. Yeah. Hey, 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 time fee. Hey, Hey, just hey, hey. hey, hey.
4: This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Moira Fogarty. The Art of War by Sun Tzu. Translated by Lionel Giles. Part 12. The Attack by Fire. Sun Tzu said, There are five ways of attacking with fire. The first is to burn soldiers in their camp. The second is to burn stores. The third is to burn baggage trains. The fourth is to burn arsenals and magazines. The fifth is to hurl dropping fire amongst the enemy. In order to carry out an attack, we must have means available. The material for raising fire should always be kept in readiness. There is a proper season for making attacks with fire, and special days for starting a conflagration. The proper season is when the weather is very dry. The special days are those when the moon is in the constellations of the sieve, the wall, the wing, or the crossbar. For these four are all days of rising wind. In attacking with fire, one should be prepared to meet five possible developments. 1. When fire breaks out inside to enemy's camp, respond at once with an attack from without. 2. If there is an outbreak of fire, but the enemy soldiers remain quiet, bide your time and do not attack. 3. When the force of the flames has reached its height, follow it up with an attack, if that is practicable. If not, stay where you are. 4. If it is possible to make an assault with fire from without, do not wait for it to break out within, but deliver your attack at a favorable moment. 5. When you start a fire, Be to windward of it. Do not attack from the leeward. A wind that rises in the daytime lasts long, but a night breeze soon falls. In every army, the five developments connected with fire must be known, the movements of the stars calculated, and a watch kept for the proper days. Hence, those who use fire as an aid to the attack show intelligence. Those who use water as an aid to the attack gain an accession of strength by means of water an enemy may be intercepted but not robbed of all his belongings
5: part 1 chapter 5 of the kama sutra this librivox recording is in the public domain and is read by mark smith of simpsonville south carolina the kama sutra of vatsyayana by vatsyayana part 1 chapter 5 about the kinds of women resorted to by the citizens of friends and messengers when kama is practised by men of the four castes according to the rules of the holy writ that is by lawful marriage with virgins of their own caste it then becomes a mean of acquiring lawful progeny and good fame and it is not also opposed to the customs of the world on the contrary the practice of kama with women of the higher castes and with those previously enjoyed by others even though they be of the same caste, is prohibited. But the practice of kama with women of the lower castes, with women excommunicated from their own caste, with public women, and with women twice married, is neither enjoined nor prohibited. The object of practicing kama with such women is pleasure only. This term does not apply to a widow, but to a woman who had probably left her husband, and is living with some other person as a married woman, marie tellement, as they say in France. And a footnote. Naikas, therefore, are of three kinds, that is, maids, women twice married, and public women. Footnote. Any woman fit to be enjoyed without sin, the object of the enjoyment of women is twofold, that is, pleasure and progeny. Any woman who can be enjoyed without sin for the purposes of accomplishing either the one or the other of these two objects is a naika. The fourth kind of naika, which Vecchia admits further on, is neither enjoyed for pleasure or for progeny, but merely for accomplishing some special purpose in hand. The word naika is retained as a technical term throughout. End of footnote. Gona Kaputra has expressed an opinion that there is a fourth kind of naika, that is, a woman who is resorted to on some special occasion even though she be previously married to another. These special occasions are when a man thinks thus. A. This woman is self-willed, and has been previously enjoyed by many others besides Demi Yum as I'm hitting, washing no butter rim. Will
2: uh, fix, put uh, additive is on my Tim's coconut oil strain with the chef, i Remove the chance of the stems. Hit the corner, might bend the rim. Oh man, vehicles oh, man. is what I can't stand. Rather be driven or at least a sprinter van. Executed plans, and I'm never popping dance. Might melt down this can to play white gold your brush plates. Haters don't understand. Not in the slightest sort of Wait, no need to. Even continue, find a deal on these with the Linux and I be in it always to win it. My encounter split it then, them cloud processors with few limits. Delivery dropped that the dough, but the robot blow might go. Who is it? Torn yeah. fabric still might rip it. CPU crypto with computer pimping. Never slipping, pay attention. You didn't listen, cause there's nothing I forgot to mention. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Check okay. the
3: okay. M2 money supply. Check the 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 M2 money supply. M2 money supply. M2 money supply. Okay. From the car report what's the standard deviation from the car report what's the standard deviation from the car report get 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 the standard deviation get the standard deviation get the standard
2: deviation got to standard deviation Forex tripping, gotta stay up in cash I got the Forex yeah. tripping, gotta stay up in cash The car oh. reported in the big insistence point is on my screen okay. Why he making stuff up, I don't know, maybe it's Maybelline I wouldn't trade my team, but I dismantle yours Smoothly, so fly dog, I'm a sore Vertical farm grants from the counties, that's poor Oh, I gotta
5: get more Be the beast, send them door to door Shoot 100 times, cause I'm down to score So I stay up in the game, so I'm just gonna shoot some more I cannot go away, even though it's not a really smart time to trade Once I get the credit stay line going, then the previous it's feeling uh, that I mentioned uh, uh, must be waived uh, uh, And you don't even really know how to participate what? You just be out
2: on the sidelines uh, and acting uh, yeah. lame like I stack a game, break the flow keeping black and green on the pin and l Spend up three hours before yeah. the bill Time and payments for the paydex Never been up what? in the sale I'm sipping on Propel That I design all myself I see the stuff that I made And it's growing on the play market
3: shelf I'm full of belts yeah. What's the standard deviation from the cop report? Yeah. What's the standard deviation from the cop report? Yeah. What's the standard deviation from the cop report? Get the standard deviation from the card report. 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 Get the standard deviation. Get the standard deviation. What? Get the standard deviation. Get the standard deviation. Uh car report uh.
2: Yeah.
3: What's the change of position? What's the change of position? Baby, going off, man.
4: This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Moira Fogarty. The Art of War by Sun Tzu. Translated by Lionel Giles. Part 7 Maneuvering. Sun Tzu said, In war, the general receives his commands from the sovereign. Having collected an army and concentrated his forces, he must blend and harmonize the different elements thereof before pitching his camp. After that comes tactical maneuvering, than which there is nothing more difficult. The difficulty of tactical maneuvering consists in turning the devious into the direct, and misfortune into gain. Thus, to take a long and circuitous route, after enticing the enemy out of the way and those starting after him to contrive to reach the goal before him shows knowledge of the artifice of deviation. Maneuvering with an army is advantageous, with an undisciplined multitude most dangerous. If you set a fully equipped army in March in order to snatch an advantage, the chances are that you will be too late other hand to detach a flying column for the purpose involves the sacrifice of its baggage and stores thus if you order your men to roll up their buff coats and make forced marches without halting day or night covering double the usual distance of a stretch doing a hundredly in order to rest an advantage the leaders of all your three divisions will fall into the hands of the enemy the stronger men will be in front the jaded ones will fall behind and on this plan only one-tenth of your army will reach its destination. If you march 50 Lee in order to outmaneuver the enemy, you will lose the leader of your first division and only half your force will reach the goal. If you march 30 Lee with the same object, two-thirds of your army will arrive. We may take it then that an army without its baggage train is lost. Without provisions, it is lost. Without bases of supply, it is lost. We cannot enter into alliances until we are acquainted with the designs of our neighbors. We are not fit to lead an army on the march unless we are familiar with the face of the country, its mountains and forests, its pitfalls and precipices, its marshes and swamps. We shall be unable to turn natural advantage to account unless we may...
0: Chapter 17 of The Science of Being Great by Wallace D. Wattles. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain more about thought give place here to some further consideration of thought you will never become great until your own thoughts make you great and therefore it is of the first importance that you should think you will never do great things in the external world until you think great things in the internal world and you will never think great things until you think about truth about the verities to think great things you must be absolutely sincere And to be sincere, you must know that your intentions are right. Insincere or false thinking is never great, however logical and brilliant it may be. The first and most important step is to seek the truth about human relations, to know what you ought to be to other men and what they ought to be to you. This brings you back to the search of a right viewpoint. You should study organic and social evolution. Read Darwin and Walter Thomas Mills. And when you read, think. Think the whole matter over, until you see the world of things and men in the right way. Think about what God is doing, until you see what He is doing. Your next step is to think yourself into the right personal attitude. Your viewpoint tells you what the right attitude is, and obedience to the soul puts you into it. It is only by making a complete consecration of yourself to the highest it is within you, that you can attain to sincere thinking. So long as you know you are selfish in your aims, or dishonest or crooked in any way in your intentions or practices, your thinking will be false, and your thoughts will have no power. Think about the way you are doing things, about all your intentions, purposes and practices, until you know that they are right. The fact of his own complete unity with God is one that no person can grasp without deep and sustained thinking. Anyone can accept the proposition in a superficial way, but to feel and realize a vital comprehension of it is another matter. It is easy to think of going outside of yourself to meet God, but it is not easy to think of going inside yourself to meet God. But God is there, and in the Holy of Holies of your own soul, you may meet Him face to face. It is a tremendous thing, this fact that all you need is already within you that you do not have to consider how to get the power to do what you want to do, or to make Chapter 4 of The Science of Being Great by Wallace D. Wattles This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Mind of God There is a cosmic intelligence that is in all things and through all things. This is the one real substance. From it all things proceed. It is intelligent substance, or mind-stuff. It is God. Where there is no substance, there can be no intelligence, for where there is no substance, there is nothing. Where there is thought, there must be a substance which thinks. Thought cannot be a function, for function is motion, and it is unconceivable that mere motion should think. Thought cannot be vibration, for vibration is motion, and that motion should be intelligent is not thinkable. Motion is nothing but the moving of substance. If there be intelligence shown, it must be in the substance and not in the motion. Thought cannot be the result of motions in the brain. If thought is in the brain, it must be in the brain's substance and not in the motions which brain substance makes. But thought is not in the brain substance, for brain substance, without life, is quite unintelligent and dead. Thought is in the life principle that animates the brain the spirit substance which is the real man. The brain does not think. The man thinks and expresses his thought through the brain. There is a spirit substance that thinks. Just as the spirit substance of man permeates his body and thinks and knows in the body, so the original spirit substance, God, permeates all nature and thinks and knows in nature. Nature is as intelligent as man and knows more than man. Nature knows all things. The old mind has been in touch with all things from the beginning, and it contains all knowledge. Man's experience covers a few things, and these things man knows. But God's experience covers all the things that have happened since the creation, from the wreck of a planet or the passing of a comet to the fall of a sparrow. All that is and all that has been are present in the intelligence that is wrapped about us, and enfolds us and presses upon us from every side. All the encyclopedias men have written are but trivial affairs compared to the vast knowledge held by the mind in which men live, move, and have their being. The truths men perceive by inspiration are thoughts held in this mind. If they Chapter 5 of the Science of Being Great by Wallace D. Wattles. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Preparation. To God and he will draw nigh to you. If you become like God, you can read his thoughts. And if you do not, you will find the inspirational perception of truth impossible. You can never become a great man anymore. pleasure and in all things you must make the flesh obey the spirit you must lay aside greed have no unworthy motive in your desire to become rich